0: Thank you. Joey, so this is the chopping block number 45. Is it? It mm-hmm. is April 16th of the year 2016. Um, we took a little break, a little yeah. bit off. Uh, I was busy moving, so finally yeah. got that all settled down and we're good, and now we can continue bringing you the stuff you're not listening to. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So, Joe, what have you been up to these last couple of weeks? Any um, good movies or video games you played, or no? Not <laughs> Sur- surprising. Like I just, uh, I, I just haven't had time to do much of anything. Um, i been playing through Tomb Raider yet again just because it was free on games of gold a little while back ago, a little while yeah. back downloaded it didn't touch it started playing it again now uh so I guess that's fun you know i've already said i like that fucking game i don't know yeah. how many goddamn time. so i like that game it's fun um i didn't haven't had a chance to go to the movies in a while um i saw the hank williams biopic uh i saw the light um wasn't that great It just seemed like they tried to cram every facet of his life and career into a movie. Um, Yeah. And and it just, like, it wanted to touch on everything, but ultimately didn't... Didn't focus in on anything. Yeah, like, they should have focused in on, like... Some key points. Some key points here and there, you know, like Walk the Line did or Ray, but they didn't, and it just didn't turn out as... Uh, cohesive as any of those movies. Um, and, you know, Tom Hiddleston wasn't bad as Hank Williams, but I come to find out that, you know, he was playing Hank Williams from the age he was, like, 18 to, like, 25, and Tom right. Hiddleston can't pull that, can't pull off playing, like, a really young dude, like, in his, like, early 20s. I don't think anybody can really pull that off all too well. No, okay. Right, yeah, so. so, you know, um, it, it is what it is. If uh, you like, you know, country music, and you like actual real country music, uh, go check it out Hank Williams is a classic you know he's a legend in the whole country music scene and everything else so um, it wasn't horrible but just wasn't great or really that good yeah, so it wasn't like ext- it wasn't walk the line or it wasn't no. like any of these like really good I would good say I would say biopics. you should wait until like you know Netflix, just Netflix. That shit, yeah. and even then, I wouldn't really get it on on disc either. I would just wait for it to get on streaming. Right, ah, that's understandable. If, ain't if definitely, if it's not even worth the time to like go rent it or anything, then you know. But anything else? Um, no. All right, it's just kind of been boring, like I usually am what i have been up to these last couple of weeks um that i can remember um i watched dope and i enjoyed it okay um i know that's a movie we talked about dope? a while back ago but um i still haven't had a chance to watch it. yeah it's, it's pretty good definitely worth checking out um what else did I do? As far as movies, I don't think I've really seen any other movies. I've been watching The Animaniacs on Netflix. Yeah, that's right. They um, just, uh, and I'm, we've talked about The Animaniacs on this show before, but just watch it. It is so. It's just a very well written, very well produced show, and it's definitely worth your time. Even if it is uh, more than 20 years old at this point. Yeah. So definitely worth checking out. If you haven't checked out Animaniacs before, um, video games, I've been playing, uh, the division pretty consistently. Um, they just came out with a DLC drop for that, uh, earlier this week. So I haven't been able to beat through it or, you know, grind through it. It's pretty fucking difficult. Um, any other video games I've played? Um, I guess not really. I've kind of just been sticking to that. I got back into battlefront. So it's been uh, star Warsing it up mm-hmm. recently. Um, but other than that, it's been kind of, uh, you know, busy couple weeks. So I think that's pretty much about all I've done. Um, surprisingly, um, these last couple weeks i feel like there hasn't really been any big news drops um as far as video games go there hasn't really been too much out there um there's been a quite a number of uh, movie things that we're going to talk about a little later but as far as video games go um i just have a couple things that we can uh, we can talk about um so joey i know you probably don't care about final fantasy no really i don't either um but there was a big uh, kind of like, uh, I don't even want to call it like a press conference. It was just some kind of like, a, almost like a Nintendo Direct kind of a thing. Okay. Um, they just had a whole bunch of uh, Final Fantasy news. Uh, they're going to do a number of things. Other than just the game, they're going to do a mobile game. They are doing a movie, animated Another movie. movie. Um, Aaron Paul is going to be one of the voices in that movie. Is it actually going to look like Aaron Paul, or are they going to no, no, make no. it look like Alec Baldwin with like Aaron Paul's it's voice? Gonna, it's going to look like Final Fantasy characters. Because okay, it's a Final Target. Fantasy 15 movie. Um, and they're doing a anime as well that they're releasing online. I want to say they're kind of late to the game doing all this crap, though. I just feel like they're really trying to they're all in because obviously making a movie and mobile game and a game and a anime series like that's a lot of capital investment yeah and for what final fantasy i mean final fantasy hasn't really sold all that amazing you know in the last couple of years. years so so i think they're kind of trying to catch people that they've lost over the years with this and, like, scoop people up who might not usually play it. So, I don't know. The the whole thing is, seems like a really big effort to, the, you know, yeah. save the franchise well, I mean, like, if, if they're going do an anime they should have done it years ago like years and years and years it's ago. not going to be like a long anime it's like a short mini series well, regarding then, the events of that should have happened years ago they, they can't do something years ago of a game that's going to come out now no but I mean like they could have done that with any of the games that like you know any of like you know the 30 games that they did beforehand they should have done that before and same with uh, same with the movie they tried a movie and the movie failed horribly yeah, And also, the didn't really help that the movie was garbage on top of that, too. So. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, you can invest the money to make a movie, but if it's going to be hot trash, it's going to be hot trash regardless of who's attached to it and what the context of the movie is. So, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that turns out for them. But that was announced uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, if you're a Final Fantasy person, you know, that's probably... Good news for you Um, If you're not If you're like us and really don't care about Final Fantasy that much it just It really seems like that Desperate last ditch effort To kind of revitalize The franchise and if it works And great you know they're gonna Really benefit from that And they'll be able to continue the series but I feel like If I feel like if more than One of these falls flat it's gonna end up not so good for them. <laughs> no, it's not. So, I, and what sucks too is just that like Final Fantasy has just been one of those games that they kind of bank on, that they've been banking on for years now. At least Square Enix has. I'm not sure so much for Sony anymore, but yeah, like you know they, they expect that game to do well. I mean, it's such a storied franchise. It's been around you know for how long. And one of those things, it's like you know by calling this game Final Fantasy fifteen, you run that risk of new audiences being afraid. To jump in because I mean, you know, by adding that 15, you're like, oh shit, there's a lot of things that I've missed up to this point. Yeah. Um, I really think they probably would have benefited from calling this like Final Fantasy Some, something or other. Yeah. And, you know, maybe referring to it in marketing. To the fans as, as like 15. this is 15 but just giving it like a different Some subtitle to yeah. get, keep people from being completely terrified I mean, like, of this game I mean like anybody who like would get into this like I mean like people like you and me who aren't even in it like you said uh we we do know that pretty much they're like they're non like each game is a different story. Right. They just number them, you know, whatever they come out. Um, there's very few that actually have direct sequels to each other. Um, but yeah, like I mean, like younger kids, newer you know, newer gamers who are trying to get into uh, just looking at their number bigger, fifteen games, is definitely terrifying. Yeah, even like, like, for someone shit. like even for people like us, if I was gonna try and get into it. That's one of the first things I would think about yeah. is, oh, this is no. There's some 15. learning curve to yeah, the like game I'm gonna be like yeah, know. I'm gonna be missing stuff and you know might be missing out on story bits here or there. Why did this person reference this or you know something or other like that? Um, yeah, so that was uh, probably well maybe the second biggest news um, earlier this week, Joey. Uh, something leaked which. Is pretty exciting. Okay. Um, there was a possible leak. There's no way confirmed by anybody, but it was a possible leak of a Red Dead Redemption Two map. Hmm. So the you know big map that you would travel along. Yeah. Yeah. So that that image is kind of circling the web right now. Um, pretty big deal because, well... Red Dead Redemption has been one of my favorite games for a while now. Yeah, it's a badass game, so... um, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty... uh, pretty, It's it's pretty pretty cool. If this is the case, you would get an announcement, I'm assuming in a couple months here at E3. Yeah. Um, But for now, just like the possibility of it happening, obviously it's going to be happening again. Um, take Two in the past has said that uh, Red Dead is one of their like staple franchises, so it's not mm-hmm. something that they're going to let die. Uh, so we know that you know there's interest internally to make this, but it's kind of just been speculation up to this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this is kind of a big deal. Is it Take is. Two? I thought Rockstar also did some did stuff with it too. Rockstar um, makes the games. Okay, and then I believe 2K two or Two K. Yeah, uh, they uh, kind of was it produce Two K or was it, it there? or was it Take Two? I'm not sure. I can I can look it up right now. But okay, so Rockstar actually makes the game, and uh, the other company T, um, 2K Two K or Take Two produces it. Put, they, puts or out, yeah, publishes it. Whatever the fuck it was. Um, I'm gonna look that up right now. But the uh, I would be super excited. I. Um, think red dead was one of the it was one of the coolest games i ever played yeah I mean, it's take two take two yeah okay because i mean it i don't know it, there was just something vastly different from it other than it being just you know a, a western gta clone of some kind you know yeah i mean like they could easily have gone that route and i mean like uh, people often forget about uh, red dead revolver the game that you know you know, this predecessor to Red Dead Redemption. And, uh, which was kind of just a full on, you know, Rockstar cheesy game, you know, back when Rockstar wasn't really hitting them out of the park like they, like they are now. Um, so it's just, I don't know. There was just something so different and very familiar about at the same time, um, that it's just easy to draw you in, you know, and also I love Western movies too. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I love it. It's just, I love a good western movie, and this is essentially playing a western movie. Yeah. You're running around in different areas, you're getting in shootouts where you're having to like you know draw and like fire on people. Yeah, like, and that was always a fun a fun bit to do. Yeah, and the just, duels in dusty towns too is pretty. Yeah, pretty you fun. have like you know in Red Dead Redemption like riding to Mexico and yeah. like you know like. It, you're doing all these like crazy, crazy fun things mm-hmm. that you you would not expect to do in a game, um, and they just executed all of it so perfectly where other games have definitely tried to do that like western you know outlaw era kind of a game but they've never really hit as hard and as good as red dead redemption did yeah um so hopefully we get some kind of announcement for that um the next couple months here so we can both geek out and be very excited for what would essentially be red dead redemption 2 yeah um the last thing in, like, News News, um, that was even kind of worth talking about, Um, So, Joe, you played Punch-Out, right? Yeah, I remember okay. Punch-Out. So, sometimes. Punch-Out um, was all about knowing the visual cues of your enemies mm-hmm. and, like, knowing the right time to dodge and counterattack or attack yeah. in general. So... It's been 29 years since Punch-Out came out, right? Okay. Um, there have been new visual cues discovered to let you know when to attack. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's nothing that the uh, the fighters that you're fighting against are visually queuing off. Mm-hmm. It is apparently a dude in the back, like one of the people that's supposed to be like in the, <laughs> the audience or the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's one of those people that, like, does, like, (laughs) you know, a weird visual thing that triggers you to know when you should hit this person or whatever. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. 29 years, dude, and nobody's, like, no one caught it until, yeah. It just makes me wonder, like, with the games that we're playing now, like, 20 years from now, if someone's gonna be like, oh, yeah, you guys totally missed that this thing was in the game. Like, with something like, um, Skyrim, mm-hmm. any of those oh, big that game is open so world. Yeah. There's going to be so many things. I feel like twenty years from now, you're going to be like, oh, someone was playing this, and they've been playing this, and they discovered this that nobody like you know <laughs> that nobody knew about. So that's I don't know. It's kind of exciting to me. It makes yeah. me excited for uh, for the future, and hopefully we get more of these things come out. Where more of these like little hidden gems that you know a game might have. Well, you know, Punch-Out! is so... It's so iconic now. Yeah, exactly. And to know that with something so iconic, something that so so many people played, that this is the first time we're like... Not only have they played, but there's a lot of people who just like try and like just like break that game so many times over that they finally found some... (laughs) It's just kind of weird. That's just a weird... Yeah. Yeah. It's strange. uh, It's uh, pretty crazy. Um, so last thing I have here to talk about, Joey, and I don't know if you've heard about any of this. Well, when um, you put it up there, I was kind of reading about it a little bit, and uh, there's some weird shit going on with this. Yeah, it, it's kind of a very weird thing that happened within the last couple of weeks here. Um, so um, Nintendo has been kind of getting some backlash recently about localization and one of the big deals was well describe localization for people who don't know what it is localization so when a game comes over from a different country usually Japan um a localization team combs through the game translates it take out things that might not make sense or might not be appropriate for a western audience so nintendo with a couple games recently has been localizing them um the first one was with uh, the latest xenoblade game that came out on the wii u mm-hmm. uh, xenoblade chronicles um here's a couple things that were removed and added i guess um, obviously, the game was translated, and I can't really speak too much as far as like what was translated out, and you know what was done that way. But mm-hmm. there was a, I believe, a boob slider in Xenoblade Chronicles. You can, you know, <laughs> slide to like you know make a character's boobs bigger or smaller. <laughs> that funny. was in the Japanese version, <laughs> and was taken out when it was brought here to the states. Another thing that was. Um, Taken out, or I guess added to the game when it came uh, stateside, was one of the characters. Is this very like young-looking character? Mm-hmm. We're talking like you know early teen kind of looking okay. character, but they're in like a very very scantily dressed. I guess okay. you know it like, sounds like bikini, Japan. bikini tops or like you yeah. know just like straps that kind of cover things up essentially. Um, this sounds like Japan. So yeah. when they brought that stateside, they kind of just added some more clothing to it to make okay. it, I guess, a little less uh, little less Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> make it just less Japanese is the best way to put it. Um, uh, so that happened with Xenoblade Chronicles. And then another one that people were pretty upset about was um, Fire Emblem Fates. Mm-hmm. Um, Fire Emblem Fates had a, uh, a couple of things that were taken out. Um one of them was it's like petting mini game where people will come into uh you'll like have conversations and pull like call people individually into like your little private quarters and kind of talk to them and help build relationships which is one of the uh things in fire emblem yeah. um in the japanese version uh in order to um build those relationships you have to take the stylus and like rub the person's face or like head or just kind of like in, do something until you like find that sweet spot and they like that's weird feel more friendly so yeah it's kind of just like a strange thing um, and in the stateside version they just come in you have like a little conversation with them and that's it you know just pretty kind of straightforward Okay, um, and One more thing that was taken out of the uh, Western release of the game was one of the characters in the game um, is a woman and is obsessed with, like, other women. So in, like, a – more so in, like, you know, like a – Oh, she she's lesbian and she likes these other characters or whatever, but she's like obsessed to the point to where she can't get anything done, where she's just like fawning over the other people in the party. So, okay. like they give her this like tonic that makes her see all women as men. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting solution to it. So that was uh, taken That's out a weird of the game. Because it's just like you know, it's very it's very weird and. You know, can almost be seen as like, a, I don't know, like an anti-gay kind of a viewpoint on it. You know, like, oh, this person is so obsessed so we need to, like, change the way she perceives everything around her to make her be able to get anything done. So a lot of people were complaining about that. That was taken out to state stateside. It's not even in the game or really mentioned at all. Okay. Um, so the Internet, as always... And as they tend to be not very happy about any of these changes. They want, you know, this strict Japanese version to come over to the States without any changes. Yeah. Um, So, what the internet decides to do is find a scapegoat, as they often do. And they found one in a Nintendo Treehouse employee named Allison Rapp. Um, Now, Uh, This employee, um, while they did work at Treehouse, didn't work in localization. Mm -hmm. So she just worked in, like, a different department altogether. But the Internet just was so adamant about, like, having a person to hate about all of this that they essentially poured all of this hate and abuse on Twitter and social media and everything, calling for her to be fired and all kinds of other garbage. So all of this happened, and uh, eventually Nintendo fires this employee, and there's nothing to show for it. I mean, I, I, I don't. It's it's a little upsetting because after all this. Um, you know, it just, uh, there, there's nothing positive or nothing to show for it. He just got someone fired, but nothing has changed otherwise, you know? Mm hmm. Um, Nintendo eventually did issue a statement saying that she, uh, she wasn't fired because of all of the stuff that was happening online. She was fired because, um, She was fired because she was moonlighting in another job. And her defense to that was like, this was never a problem before. So, you know, I don't see why Nintendo would take that as their stance for firing me. So, I don't know, Joey. Uh, This whole thing. See, okay, so uh, according to the following statement issued to IGN by Nintendo, Allison Rapp was terminated due to violation of an internal company policy involving holding a second job in conflict with Nintendo's corporate culture. Although Mrs. Rap's termination follows her being the subject of criticism from certain groups via social media several weeks ago, the two are absolutely not related. Nintendo is a company committed to fostering inclusion and diversity in both our company and the broader video game industry, and we firmly reject the harassment of individuals based on gender, race, or personal beliefs. We wish Miss Rap well in her future endeavors. So, I mean, they're not coming out and saying it, but she must have had some kind of job with either... Okay, so this... So this article that I'm reading on culturevultures.com is uh, supposedly um um, even though, like, like and those going to deny this part. Let's let's just put this out there now. All of this stuff, for the most part, is just speculation. <laughs> we have no idea. So what's it's going just on. it's just kind of hard to even because it, it's really hard to even take a side yeah. on this. Obviously, there's one party, in my opinion, that is very wrong in this situation. Yeah. Um, we really kind of don't know what's going on. So, just disclaimer. A lot of speculation. Yeah, a lot of of speculation. Um, But supposedly, according to this article, uh, that... Once again, I can't say this word enough. Supposedly... She moonlights as a uh, an escort, um, which is a nice way of saying a hooker. Um, That's probably completely... Like an escort is supposed to just give you company, even though you know exactly what you get an escort for. There's, mean, like it, you, you can say, oh, yeah, I just got her for I'm paying her money to spend time with me because I'm such a homely bastard. No, you're paying her to fuck you just fuss up to it now. So supposedly she is moonlighting as an escort, which in any other way, if you if you have some kind of job at another company, more than likely they're not going to like that happening. And especially if you're a big brand like Nintendo, and if this is the case then, and Nintendo finds out, then it's like, they're going to like, okay, we can't have you here anymore. I mean, it's going to be the same as like, if, it's as one soon of those like things where I feel like, like it might be a culmination of like, okay. Whatever she was doing, as far as like you know, doing a job on the side or whatever. Um, and it could be something like you said, it could be something like her um, writing reviews for things online, or it could, could be, be really working anything. for another company, you know, exactly, like, but like, um. And obviously, Nintendo is very secretive about this stuff because not too long ago we had a member of Treehouse who went on a podcast and talked about something or other, um, not revealing any like big games or anything, but just like talking essentially on behalf of the company, and he was fired. Yeah, no, you can't because he wasn't even saying like, oh, like on behalf of Nintendo, he was just saying he was just talking about things. Regarding Nintendo, essentially, without their permission. Yeah, and no, he was, that. you know, terminated for that. So, obviously, Nintendo and more specifically Treehouse um, take their privacy very seriously. Yeah. So. You know, it really, could have been any number of things that could be the reason why she was let go. But part of it, could, you know, could be the fact that she's getting all this online backlash and is causing uh, Nintendo to be under the uh, under the spotlight, under a spotlight that they might not want. So they find a way to say, "Okay, well, we were okay with you doing this before, but now." because of all this stuff you know maybe this will be the reason why we can't keep you here anymore or something or other yeah um Cause it just seems like she was probably just like, probably in the wrong place at the wrong time, in the wrong branch of Nintendo that takes care of like this localization stuff. Well, the thing it's it's, just, it's 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 mean, it's really who knows if she even had any hand in any of it. Either. She didn't have any hand in localization as far as translation or taking things out. She was involved in something along the lines of like. I could be wrong, but it had nothing to do with localization. It was either like marketing or something else as far as maybe like accounting or something like that. Yeah. But it wasn't with the localization team. And even she was like an adamant, uh, Adamant uh, defender of the boob slider in the Western release. Yeah. So if anything, she was on the she internet. Was on the side, side of on this. I just want big titties, okay? <laughs> so it's just like I, I don't know. It's just Team Big Titties. It just it just seems upset. I don't think anything was accomplished. It's just such a weird thing. And I mean, like, and even then, like, this is all going. And I mean, like, the, the article is touching in on how uh, the people who, like, you know, the internet who was super pissed off about people on the internet who were super pissed off about this, and who like just chose her to, you know, say nope, fuck you. Uh, and we're apparently delving into like her like undergraduate stuff. And just some weird shit that she wrote. I don't even really want to talk about it, but, like, it's some weird-ass shit to where it's, like... Like, I kind of believe that she would probably be in, in advocation of the boob slider. And probably, like, not censoring or, like, not locali- like localizing anything that Japan yeah. has to offer for the most part. It's just kind of like a... I, I honestly think she was probably in like the wrong place at the wrong time it was just I think someone found her name and was like well but they probably found her name it's probably the woman who doesn't want all this stuff coming to America More than and likely. probably just attacked on that and and to that I say internet fuck you because <laughs> it's just like nothing was accomplished you got someone fired from a job that they loved and they she said that plenty of times and kind of tweets here and there that she's talked about she, you know they, Thank you to Nintendo for the opportunity, and it's a job that she really enjoyed and everything. So, you got someone fired, and it wasn't anybody who could have possibly had anything to do with your localization. So, yeah. Internet, you Mm -hmm. fucked up next time pick your targets and don't just like follow with like a come on, blind man. That's just, fury that's just what the internet does they'll just like if if anyone like just disagrees with someone online oh, you would better delete all of your all your social media you better become a ghost because they're going to come after you if you just like mean like mild disagreements turn into these huge internet wars. To whereas, like, like it just feels like everything on the internet is. Um, what's the word for it? It just feels amplified. Everything on the internet is amplified way more than it should be in any kind of real world world perspective. Yeah, I mean, like, because if you, I mean, like, if you get into A disagreement, if you have like a disagreement with somebody, you know, you're standing in line for some or whatever, or you're just standing next to each other for some reason, you know. You end up saying something they disagree with that and they chime in, like, you're not going to go all like, you know, I'm going to get you fucking fired for, from your job for disagreeing with me or some bullshit. Yeah, like not that. in the real world, but like this on the internet, though. On I mean. the internet, because nobody knows who you are, you can say, well, yeah, fuck you, I'm going to get you fired. Because you just let that like blind rage like take over you, but. Uh, internet i'm very disappointed in you for this i'm not surprised <laughs> you know um, just, just, just keep pornhub and x videos going and we'll all be all right yeah, just just, uh, just watch your porn and just stay there it's fine i mean like whichever hand you use i mean you're gonna have like one buff arm so just like think of it did that you way you hear about um uh, did you hear about uh, that april fools thing that pornhub did no, what was it? They uh, changed their name to Corn Hub. Oh, wait, no, I, I didn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just hot corn on corn action. <laughs> It's that was just so funny. I just imagine so many people like waking up on the first, like just like getting. I'm assuming the people who are doing this have a morning routine, right? Who like get up in the morning and they're like, "All right, I'm awake. Got to rub one out, and then I can continue on my day." (laughs) So they log on to Pornhub and they just. And it's just like are left with with corn. I, it just, like, the whole idea of that just is butter true. that corn, bitch. <laughs> butter <the> corn. <laughs> oh, I finished. Okay, time for the rest of the day. That's I'm assuming what it was like. I think we're done as far as gaming you show. Unless you can think of something else that might have uh, might be happening, it's been kind of slow. There hasn't really been too much no, um, going on. I can't really think of anything. I mean, um, I, think, I think Doom is close to the being open released. beta is out for Doom. Played yeah. a little bit of that. That was kind of fun. Yeah, the the multiplayer. Uh, uh, that they had that looks fucking killer. I don't I don't quite understand it at first. You but. can probably play some of the beta when we uh, when we get to the apartment yeah. a little bit later, but um it's pretty fun. It's pretty fast action. Where I was playing that, and then after that, I played Battlefront. I was like, "Why is my character moving so, so goddamn slow. slow?" I was like, "I'm running, and he's going slow as fuck." I mean, like, the game just looks super intense, and I love it. I just, I can't, I can't wait till this game comes Some out. Some of the fun, like visual melee kills, are fun too. So I would like shoot someone and then run up and hit them. And you like grab their head and bring it to your knee. Yeah. Just blah. Or like if you come up behind them and melee them, you like swipe their legs so they'll fly up and then you just murder them like <laughs> it's pretty cool. So it's pretty fun. I like it. Um I think uh there's a uh I feel like there's a beta for something else coming out soon. But uh the Gears of War Vader comes out oh, yeah. I think next week. I've been I've been seeing like on YouTube I just been seeing like uh the new Gears Four trailer over and over and over again and, and like I normally I would skip it but it's like oh, so, I good like trailer. it. It's Gears, so good. I'm excited for Gears. Like that's yeah, one of those games where it's been a while um since we played a gears game, but mm-hmm. last time we were into a gears game, it was we like were every night we were like into on, like just doing the horde mode. Either horde, kind of like, it was either like, horde, regular multiplayer, or we were trying to burn our way through the story on like the hardest difficulty. Yeah, team. and so I'm excited. I mean, yeah. it looks it looks visually visually really cool. Great. I kind of want to know who did Marcus Phoenix hook up with. I'm assuming it's Anya, yeah, or but, somebody. But like, it's kind of like we'll we'll, we'll see. see. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like ah, uh, they don't tell me the trailers i'll be perfectly fine with that yeah because i'd like to be sitting on my couch and be like oh or i already knew this yeah (laughs) i just i kind of just want to know like i kind of like really want them to flesh out more of this universe yeah i mean like i mean like they they already have with like some extended universe stuff like books and shit but like i haven't actually bothered to you know, read any of those, right. Delve into it, but like, yeah, this, this looks fucking dope as shit. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, let's go to, uh let's go and take a quick break here, and then we'll be back with uh, a lot New of movie news. news. We have like quite a number of trailers that dropped these last couple of weeks. Yeah, so um, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be. Ready. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back from our pleasant little break here uh, from our very interesting conversations we've been having um, off mic. Movie news is what's next on the chopping block. Oh, man. Movie news. There's been. There's a lot of fucking stuff. Definitely on a on lot more stuff than there's been video game shit. That's for fucking goddamn sure. So we have like a bunch of trailers and to just really, like, to touch on a few of them, we have, like, the first, you know, Rogue One trailer. Oh, my God. We the, got, we'll, we'll, once we start getting into that, work, yeah. I'm gonna get fucking into yeah. that. Like, we Jesus we got, Christ. Uh, we got the Doctor Strange trailer. Uh, TMNT, for some reason, they're making another one of those goddamn things. And there's um, two trailers that dropped for that. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Um, that trailer just dropped. Uh, Lego Batman. Which has been one of the best trailers I've ever seen. I was very excited when it. <laughs> I loved it Um, uh, that trailer just dropped um, and just like these are just huge Kind of like tentpole movies. I wouldn't say maybe Lego Batman is, but like it's definitely up there, especially because they're like the way they build it in the, in the trailer. Yeah. Um, but to start off with, let's uh, let's start off with like Rogue One. All right. Um, the Rogue One trailer. Holy um, shit, Joey! So Rogue One is supposed to take place. Okay. So in the opening in the opening scroll for Episode Four, um, you know they say uh, you know Rebel spies have acquired the information of the Death Star, right? Right. So this is that movie. This is the movie of these rebel spies Getting the Death the Star information, the all death, the plans sir. and shit, and you know, uh, so this just looks really fucking cool. Um, this <laughs> something that I've wanted to see. I wanted to see ground warfare stuff. Like, I don't want to see like you know the there'll, biggest bad of the there, universe. There will the be definitely like space battles, and it won't just be all ground stuff. I'm sure, but it's not going to be a Jedi story. It's not going to be like people running around with force powers and force pushing and force choking and having this big old. Thing exactly, it's Mm -hmm. gonna be a straight up war film, yeah. I'm kind of really very espionage oriented film, yeah. And I'm really digging that. I'm really dig that 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 move towards this. The Only thing I have to really kind of have any concern about is uh, how quickly this seems to be coming out. I didn't really catch a release date on the trailer, it's gonna be at the end of the year, I believe. At the end of the year, yeah. So we had um. uh, you know, Force Awakens. You know, open. You know, in uh, December. In December, and now we're getting this new movie. Uh, just like essentially, like a year after. A year after. They're so planning on doing one movie, one movie a, year, a, year, a year, essentially. Yeah. Um, and they have been working on this for a while because we got um, one of the first like uh, photos that we got was about almost a year ago. So. Um, it's not something that they were just like, "All right, Force Awakens out, let's start Rogue One." They've been working on it for yeah. for a little while now. I just hope that we don't like oversaturate the market with like a bunch of Star Wars movies, so where Star Wars kind of loses its it's a glow you know because like star wars has that special place for a lot of people and like you kind of like get welled up with all these feelings when you just hear you know the opening credits music you know i mean well like, that's the thing i wonder how much of it is going to be like a episode movie yeah um so, because it, you know the music might be different, the way yeah. they start the movie, are they going to do it with a crawl, or are they just going to do it like a normal movie? Yeah, it's just there's a lot of questions that are going to be in play right now. And um, once this movie comes out, I think this is going to set the tone for those for these episodic movies. For the go, uh, like, yeah, it's like to go from here. I mean, like in the main Star Wars films, you know, we're going to just you know we're going to we know for the most part, what to expect. Right. Uh, but with these, it's it's, a, it's an unanswered variable that you know we're not entirely sure. Like I said, it's just going to be like, there's a lot of it that just makes me wonder, like, oh, are we going to, like I said, the biggest question for me is, is there going to be a crawl at the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Because... If there is, then obviously that's going to be like this is a Star Wars movie because Star Wars is known for having that opening crawl. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't want to run the risk of people thinking it's a main story film, or once again feeling like something that they have this great attachment to is just going to get spoiled because yeah. you know we're constantly getting scrolls every year. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. We'll. Um, We'll see where this ends up, but as of right now, as far as the movie goes and what I've seen in that trailer, Jesus fucking cool. This cr- looks fucking cool. Christ, this looks exciting. really fucking cool. I'm I'm really digging the look of it. Uh, don't really know a whole bunch about the characters that are going to be in it, but you know, uh, n- not sure if they're going to be major players on the line or they're just going to stay to these episodic movies. But either way, this looks really fun. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. There's um. Yeah, just there's one scene in that trailer where I just almost was like, "Oh my god." Mm-hmm. Like I was just overwhelmed with emotion and it was when they were running and there's just the at-at yeah, shooting down at them. That was the best part of it. I was like, "Holy shit, I didn't think I'd ever see an at-at made in the 21st century like in scale like looking at these things obviously we've seen them before in the original trilogy but it's always been like oh they're in the distance or you know you can tell they're the tiny little models exactly but to see like them to scale from the ground up and like see them in like this high definition just Mm -hmm. shooting fucking blasters and shit and watching people like running and away from them and through them and stuff it was just i was just overwhelmed with like this like wave of like holy shit this is gonna be great so like you know i don't think this is gonna be you know the my you know saving private ryan thin red thin red line version of a star wars film yeah but i think this is really close to it so i'm i'm pretty pretty looking forward to it yeah yeah, so, um, I mean, it's still a while before the movie comes out. And I believe this was just like a teaser. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see more of this trailer. And My excitement for Rogue One easily just went up by even more than that. Like, you know, it it probably went up by like a a five fold. Yeah. You know, exciting to, I'm very excited to see how this movie turns out. Yeah. So, uh, moving on from Rogue One uh, to yet another huge blockbuster that Marvel is trying to push out. And they're just trying to really just make you watch these fucking superhero movies. But this one. Is different. This one is very different. This is the Doctor Strange trailer, um, and I'm really hoping they stick to the magic side of this because, I mean, like with Thor. They had like, oh, technology is magic, and magic is technology, yeah, and that and was kind of just like back and forth. That was fucking stupid as shit, and I don't give a fuck what you think. That was retarded. Um, it just, it, it easily, I wouldn't say it was retarded, but I will say I it say. definitely could have been handled in a different way that would have made it not as just throwaway. Yeah, um, no, I, I'm still thinking it's pretty remedial remedial learning deficient. All right. I don't think it's good. It's just, it's like the opposite of good. Um, but so, um, Dr. Strange, for those of you who do not know, Dr. Strange, uh, used to be as a, you know, world renowned surgeon, got into a horrible wreck, broke his hands essentially to where he can't be a surgeon no more. And then he ends up going on a quest to try and fix his hands. And then that leads him to become the sorcerer Supreme. And, uh, I'm really excited because I really want a change of pace for the Marvel Universe. I, I think this will want this could that's different. Be that because just watching that trailer, it didn't make me feel like, oh, this is this is Captain America, this is Iron Man, this is, this another is superhero flick that I'm going exactly, to watch. it just it felt thematically different. And just the way it was shot There was stuff that's obviously You know you're gonna have good cinematography But there was just It just kind of felt different than like a Standard You know Marvel movie Marvel yeah. So um, uh, You know People who haven't checked it out, check it out. It's like they they do this weird kind of like mind bending thing where they have like uh, like four versions of the city like all like you know Inception, geometrically sectioning into each other. I just kidding. saw that and I was like, ah, oh, this is this reminds me of like when the city was folding on itself in Inception or whatever. else. Yeah, and like, so oh. like as I said, I'm really hoping it's going to be the magic side of the Marvel universe because that's it. That's just rife with uh, story possibilities yeah. and just a lot of cool things they could do. Hell, you could even mean like this whole mystical side, you can bring back a lot of characters. You can, you know, do... You can try... I mean, like, especially now... You can definitely try and do another like you know Ghost Rider movie. Yeah. You can like bring Blade back in some capacity. I mean, assuming, no Blade is assuming how a successful and what well yeah. received this is, pretty much. Um, I really doubt Marvel would taint their name with something like Doctor Strange. Um, we know uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is a Benedict Cumberbund. Yeah, he, Cumber we know. Snatch. We know that. He can act, right? Yeah. And we know that he'll deliver a good performance. I was surprised by how well his uh, American accent was. Yeah, <laughs> and it, I did not think it was going to be any good, but like he, he pulled it off. Yeah, you know, at least in, you know from the sounds of it. So, uh, and um, you know, Baron Mordo, it looks like he's going to be the main villain in this. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, Tilda Swinton looks interesting. I'm not entirely sure, like who. uh... Chowatel, Edge of the 4 I can't pronounce that fucker's name. I'm not sure who he's supposed to be. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's supposed to be his like assistant, but I'm pretty sure his like, you know, Dr. Strange's assistant's Asian. So I'm not sure who who he's supposed to be. Right. But um yeah, this movie looks great. Mm. Um I'm excited. I'm excited to see more. Um it's coming out a little later this year, right? Yeah. Um like other than Deadpool, this is the only like Marvel movie I'm like actually excited for. It yeah, it's gonna be very different and that's I think what I'm excited for. I'm excited to see Marvel dip their toes in the pool of something else other than just like high action popcorn flick. Mm-hmm. So um we'll see. We'll yeah, definitely yeah. see how it turns out. But the trailer looks promising. Yeah, I sure. think it looks very promising. Um to the next trailer, uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows um, Dropped the a trailer. They have two trailers out right now. And from this trailer, we see a lot of other characters being added into the series. We see Casey Jones. Right. And we see uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Um, and not only that, we see their human forms and then we see them turned into. I like Bebop. how their human forms are essentially dressed just like. Exactly you know? like them, yeah. Essentially, yeah. it's kind of weird and stupid. But, yeah. I mean, like, from the look of the trailer, the movies look fun, but I know better. Uh, to Know that they're not going to be fun, and I feel like volleyball. I would. I feel like with the trailer that I saw, I'd be okay with giving it a shot. I don't know, I definitely wouldn't try and go like opening night or anything, but if I can catch a matinee of it, I probably will. Is like, like Michael Bay just loves to just like ream your childhood to pieces. Well, he's a producer on this, right? I don't think he's directing it, doesn't matter, he just needs to go away. Um, he's the cause of all this kind of bullshit anyway, but. Him and Snyder, but yeah. So go away forever. It it didn't look too bad. I mean, like as I said, the the trailers make it look like it's going to be a fun movie, but like I don't, I don't trust it. I don't trust it in the in the slightest. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are trying are are pretty much getting that kind of sentiment out of all of it. So yeah, I think a lot of people due to these kind of things, due to Transformers, due to the Last Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, due to Batman vs Superman, are. Probably gonna go watch it, but are definitely feeling a lot more apprehensive about being excited about it. So yeah. I feel like we're trying, we're we're getting less and less of this like buzz online over things now. Um, but yeah, if I know it looks fine. We'll, we'll see how that turns out. I'll probably end up go watching it at some point, but yeah. Um, yeah. Nah Mike's trailer What else do we have Okay Next trailer Um, Fantastic Beasts And Where to Find Them This movie is uh, The extension of The whole Harry Potter universe Um And Uh S.R.'s Eddie Redmayne um, and also uh, I think it was written by J.K. Rowling Uh, the script was I don't think it's an actual book as far as I know I believe it is is it a book I think so okay okay well either way uh, they you know like Warner Brothers just jumps all over it understandably so I mean they're making this movie You just think about how successful Harry Potter was exactly and how before Star Wars Harry Potter um the second part of the last movie was the biggest like yeah. opening weekend movie there was so it makes sense why wouldn't they want to jump on it um, and to expand that universe it's something that audiences want and it's something that yeah. the studio wants obviously because it's gonna break in a shitload of money yeah. um, and I do really like that I mean like it's not saying it's not part of like the whole Harry Potter universe it's definitely you know I mean, it even says it in the trailer that you know yeah. that this main character was you know expelled from Hogwarts and shit and uh think that you know it's it's a really good jumping endpoint point to some people who don't want to like Start with you know, you know, the Sorcerer's Stone, and, and go through those Hallows like eight, eight two movies, and yeah, and, you know, uh, um, it makes sense. And I think setting it in America is a really you know, interesting choice. Number of years ago, I can dig it. Obviously, there's that connection because um, in that trailer, one of the characters says something along the lines of like, "Oh, I can see why you were Dumbledore's." Like, you and know, it's like, it's like, like what makes what was like what made you know Dumbledore you know fond of you so much. Right? Right. So, obviously, you have that connection, and Dumbledore's still mm-hmm. alive in this universe. So, um, Spoilers, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I wonder if they'll have him make an appearance at all in the movie. I don't know. Whether it be, like, in the beginning. Probably in a flashback sort of or sense. Something you know, or something I'm assuming like that, yeah. That would the only way. But it looks interesting. It. I mean... Um, I would actually probably go see this, in all honesty. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, but I like the universe that takes place and yeah. everything. And I like... I don't know, I'm pro-anything nerd, right? Because yeah. the more nerd things there are, the more nerd things of mine that they'll eventually get to and, you know, <laughs> make yeah. movies of. So. I guess I see that, too. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it looks good. I'm excited. I definitely want to give that a shot. Go yeah, watch it. And I'm sure Anne's going to be all sorts of excited. She's a huge Harry Potter nerd. She... Cannot stop about going to Universal Harry Potter Studios. World and going to Universal Studios. So, yeah, yeah, is like that's going to happen for you sooner or later. You're just going to have to go, and I'm guaranteeing you, you're going to spend the your entire time there. That's fine. There's not really a lot to do at Universal Studios. Yeah, I mean, like, but like that's, but you know, considering that there's not a lot to do at Universal Studios, you're just going to spend all your time in that one spot. Yeah just that one spot I don't That's really okay. think it's going to be fine for you but okay <laughs> whatever like I want mean, to go I really want to see like I said I, I, like really said, like I, said, I don't have a, not like I don't like Harry Potter it's just I'm not as big about Harry Potter as I am about Star Wars yeah right. I'm not really big about you know Harry Potter either but I still really want to go see this Harry Potter world and have all their weird stuff and yeah. the weird food that they have there and like they're try weird, some butter beer. they butter beer. I don't quite get what that is. It's Just butterscotch. Okay, it's a butterscotch soda. We okay. might. No, actually, I might have thrown it away. We actually ended up getting some. Like around the time we first moved to our old apartment, uh, was um, the stuff that tasted like caramel. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of not that good. Yeah. No, but it was. <laughs> Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's gonna be different there. I'm hoping it's gonna be different. Yeah, there. yeah, definitely. But um so uh, last trailer, um, Lego Batman is getting A trailer voiced by Will Arnett from the Lego uh, movie? The Lego Movie. He's essentially an extent like in that same universe. Pretty much, right? It's, it's, it's a Lego, still Lego in Movie same universe, universe. Um, and uh, they dropped two trailers in the same week, and um, they're fucking hilarious. They, I mean, there, there's a whole sequence in one of the trailers where he's just like microwaving his leftover food. Yeah, a lobster, I a lobster think it was. And then he just says like, "I deserve it like." I deserve this today. I deserve <laughs> this for today. <laughs> and then he just eats it. It's it's just, it's so weird and it looks like it's keeping that same sense of humor that you know, the, the movie. The had. movie. Yeah. Um so I would definitely I'm definitely kind of excited to go see this or at least you know wait till it comes out on Netflix. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Um yeah. Hell, it might be the best Batman movie we get for a <laughs> little bit, for, so. for a long time. Um, <laughs> um, I, I do really enjoy, like, kind of like poking fun at itself that it does. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and the way that it's built in the uh, in the trailer, it says from the studio that brought you Batman. Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. it's like, uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, and Batman vs Superman, and also the Lego Movie. He's like, it's like the Lego Batman movie. I mean, I I think this to be really cool. Uh, it looks it looks like it's just gonna be really, really stupid funny. Yeah. Um, just like the Lego Movie was, and hopefully this movie gets the love that the Lego Movie didn't quite get from from critics. Right. You know, I mean, like there I mean like the critics liked it, but I don't feel like there was I uh, I don't think people really understood, like really got how really didn't even rate that movie was yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully the, hopefully this gets that and, um, really, kind of really Definitely, I'm excited. Um, that one's coming out a little later this year too, right? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, tw- well, no 2017, was 2017. 2017. So. I'm assuming it's probably going to be an early, probably 2017 I'm, I'm thing. thinking like, uh, probably January, Maybe at least February, first quarter, no. first yeah. quarter release and in, uh, 2017. So going from there to actual movie news. Um, so James Cameron, okay. People who do not know, um, James Cameron is planning to release four more avatar sequels. Now, uh, this Do so kind of you remember what Avatar bit. was For our audience out there Avatar was that movie with the Giant Smurfs And they were on a planet and there was A bad guy called General Bad Guy And, and they're trying to get a, a natural Resource called un, is Unobtainium Unobtainium And then he gets in a mech And then he the Giant Smurfs Attach their ponytails To birds and Which is also how they fucked to a Apparently, so like and they it was like movie so something. goddamn confusing, yeah, and it's really it's, dumb, like and unmemorable. Really, like, so to really dumb it down for everybody, uh, like essentially, it's, the, the, it's gone with it, it's it's Dances with Wolves, mm. but with aliens instead of Native Americans. And then, if you really, really, really want to dumb it down, it's Pocahontas, but with aliens. And mind you, this is the uh, this is the current record holder, of for like the biggest box office. Yeah. Biggest box office. It made, it made a shit ton of money and was nominated for a slew of awards, a lot of technical awards at the Academy Awards. Uh, James Cameron was nominated for best director. The movie was nominated for best picture. Um, um, you know, and that's not really saying a lot I mean like fucking the English patient won best picture And that movie, who even fucking remembers that movie It's just one of those things um, where it's like Thinking about it now, it's like how We obviously don't really remember Avatar It's not this like, you know It's not, so like th- this has been a big debate Too, is that, you know Like Avatar is not a cultural Staple, it's not in exactly. cultural Lexicon like uh, say Star Wars And is. James Cameron has done other things, like Titanic Titanic is something that's still talked about yeah. Even Titanic this far out, you know? Terminator they're still cranking out Terminator exactly. movies because but like, people still know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Terminator but Avatar just it did great box office and one of that one of the reasons for that was uh, it was one of the first movies that was really taking advantage of 3D yeah. selling 3D tickets and the IMAX and you know mm-hmm. taking care of that whole thing uh, visually visually, it looked sold. really great yeah. and but that's it Like I don't yeah, remember much a, about the story um um, like So, yeah, I can't really remember a whole bunch about the story, but when I actually sat down to watch it, because I didn't watch it in theaters, I waited until, like, I was at my sister's place, and me, her, and my brother-in-law were all watching it. Um, yeah, I definitely watched a home release of it, and people were like, yeah, that's not the way to watch it. But I'm like, I don't really know if I care to go watch this yeah. in a the theater, like, right? It's yeah, just- but I will say this. I didn't hate it. Yeah, no, it I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it was movie. bad. I'm just saying it's unmemorable. I would just, I would actually say, you know, it's actually kind of good, but yeah, definitely not. There's not a whole lot to remember this movie by. And but like I've been hearing a lot of people make an argument saying that, well, you know, you know, Star Wars, what you know, was a it was a hit with its first movie, but it didn't stay in the in, you know the cultural lexicon, you know, immediately after it was released back in the seventies, right. So you know, there are people who are saying give you know Avatar a chance to build up steam, and we might have a new. Star Wars esque series that, you know, can compound upon itself and then as a whole, it's something completely different. And, like, I'm like, okay, I'm all for that. I love artistic visions that directors have. And if anybody has an artistic vision, it's James Cameron. Yeah. Because James Cameron's just one of those motherfucking guys. And, uh, you know, he he just, he knows how to make movies. That's the, the there's one thing he knows other than deep sea diving, it's is making a movie. Making movies. And, like, he has said in the past that, you know, like, I'm, I'm not in the movie making business anymore, I'm in the avatar making business now. you know, other than you know, fun you know, using you know the money he makes from his movies to fund uh, you know deep sea exploration, which is something that he's very passionate about. He for um, some reason it's just, like, I mean like it's the, it's, it's the only uncharted territory on the planet. That it's we cool, but like it seems like a weird thing for a it's, movie director to get it's, into. It's, it's such like a rich guy hobby to have, right? right? It's like I mean like I pay for this fucking deep sea <laughs> submarine and I go in this bitch and I fucking hang out with these weird ass squids or, giant squids and you know like these giant cephalopods and crap and so you know uh just makes me think of that south park episode you ever watch that south park episode where where james cameron is going down into the ocean no i don't think i've seen that one I haven't and watched that's where he gets park. his ideas for movies <laughs> <laughs> okay i never watched watch that now but um so, you know, uh, like, I mean, this has kind of been circulating in the whole film sphere for a while now that, you know, pretty much uh, James Cameron's done making a bunch of movies. He's just going to make Avatar these Avatar sequels. And it makes sense. I mean, look at how much fucking money, money made. That I mean, made. like, you would be stupid not to try and yeah. compound on that in some way. So, so I think it's a little presumptuous to say we're going to make four sequels. I think it's a little bit If anything, he has, he, he has some kind of plan for these movies. And we don't know what direction they're going to go in. Because yeah. like, I mean, like, because, like, mean, like, to, to compare it to Star Wars again, like, okay, they destroy the Death Star. What now? Yeah, like, I mean, Avatar then, ended in a way where it was like, okay, you know, what things now? we put a bow on it. Yeah, it, it, you know, everything was essentially settled at the end of the movie, and the same thing was with Star Wars because George Lucas didn't expect that to be a hit. Exactly. So mm-hmm. he was like, you know, we're gonna wrap it up, and you know, if this is the only movie I ever get to make. In this universe, then fine. I put a little bow on it and we're good. But then... He was able to make these other ones. So obviously, there's more starting yeah. to tell, and, and yeah, I could definitely see something like that happen, happening with Avatar. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't really think that kind of sensibility is in movie making anymore because now we're so focused on franchising everything. I mean, like, they're trying to franchise block on, like Ghostbusters for fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, like, that's just stupid. It's not a movie to be made into a series of movies. Um, like maybe like two sequels, and that's it. Yeah. And, like, yeah. That's so much. So much of people making, uh, really anything, are more so looking way ahead into the future into sequels before they're even done making the first movie. Exactly. And I feel like that bites people in the ass a lot. Oh yeah it, it does because you know? then like uh, sometimes those movies get scrapped or like when it underperforms at the box office and you have all these plans for later down the line like yeah. they're, they're shaking. I mean just look at Batman vs Superman. It's been critically panned across the board and you know now they're kind of wavering in like maybe we shouldn't have Snyder you know direct you know Justice League and then like if Justice League bombs the way that you know banfshire man then and that guy's out yeah but like i feel that james cameron is a guy who not only has a vision for these kinds of things and have planned for these kinds of things but also i think I he's mean, not stupid to where he's just going it's been so long to where i'm sure he's come up with plenty of ideas yeah. for these movies i mean I'm, I'm pretty sure he's smart enough to where it's like okay i'm just going to like like put a bow on this because if it doesn't work out in the future fine it's fine we can just leave like, it and we don't have yeah. to worry about anything yeah it's like... But, you know, so this... And apparently he's been working on this for years, too. I mean, he was working on Avatar for years and years and years and years before it even came out. Um, I just feel like it's been a while since Avatar's... You know, since it came out. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's one kind of, the of uh, where it's like eh. I think because we're like I mean we're in a different time frame than you know. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly referring to Star Wars only because it's the biggest cultural landmark that's still relevant in right in the past right now. But um, like when uh, Star Wars came out, uh, you know, it definitely took longer to produce a movie. Now, for the most part, you know, you can produce a movie in a lot shorter time frame. You know, in a couple months. You can film the entire movie and then you can, you know, uh, edit it in a couple more months and then, you know, you know, spruce up the sound and everything, visual effects, whatever. Um, and then you can have a movie in like, uh, like about less than a year. Yeah. Um, whereas a movie was kind of like a movie back in the seventies was kind of like a full, you know, year plus endeavor of, you know, releasing this fucking thing. Um, so uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of. I think it's just because it's kind of odd to have a movie take so long to come out. Well, it's been seven years. Yeah. Avatar came out in 2009 yeah so seven and, long years of no, of no Avatar and people but yet people still kind of talk about it too I mean, people without people talking about, it now. about this is like like without but, really, I mean you look at Star it. Wars and it's like Star Wars you know first movie came out a couple years later second movie came out a couple years after that mm-hmm. movie came out yeah. and yeah there was a gap between episode 6 and the original trilogy yeah. but we had multiple movies to keep that enthusiasm going um seven years, it's a little harder. I mean, you're going to get that initial uh, people will be like, "Oh yeah, I think I remember liking Avatar and going and mm-hmm. watching it." But I don't know. It just seems it seems like a little bit too long to wait to make a movie. And you think about yeah. this, and it's like, okay, we waited seven years for this movie. We're going to have to wait seven years for the for next, the next one. one. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. We I, and it's. And he's just talking about it. We haven't, even, this is have they, he has even started working on these movies yet. I'm pretty sure he has like a script, but he hasn't, started, but he hasn't started shooting anything. or doing any kind of special effects, which is where a lot a of the lot fucking of time is going to go. Yeah. Um, We might not get a movie for another three years. Yeah, so you know we don't know we don't know like when this is happening, or but like we do know. I mean, assuming what a two-year production cycle, and they eventually get started sometime this year, Mm -hmm. we might not get this movie till 2019, ten years after the first movie came out. So that seems a little little too long to leave something out and hope people are still going to be excited for it, (laughs) you know. It, like, it, yeah. And like, yeah, we'll see. It's, I, I, am not. Gonna, to, I'm not doubting yeah, James Cameron at all or anything, but just from a strictly like, it, it's been ten years. It's quite a long time yeah. to kind of leave something sitting on a windowsill, hoping that someone's still going to want it. Yeah, you know. I was I mean, like, about pies. I was about to say, like, yeah, I don't know about you, but I mean, I'm I'll take talk, a cold pie. I'm talking about pies. I mean, I'll take a cold pie right now. I mean, like, it doesn't have to be hot. I mean, like, a nice cold pie mm, on a hot summer day with a little bit of it was like some like a nice like glass of lemonade on the side. All right, it Made me feel good. Um, um, so, what else have we got, Jimmy? Next, uh, next bit of news. Um, so, I didn't know this. Giant put it, just want to put it up, put this one on here. Uh, studios are fighting for the rights to a live-action Pokemon movie. Yeah. So there's this whole brash of uh, of uh, people trying to like adapt anime into live-action movies. It's been happening a lot, and I mean, we're going to talk about two of them, including this one, I guess. i yeah. We're going to talk about one other one today. Yeah. That's also happening. Um, I mean, like uh, Akira, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, is people have been trying to make that into like a Western live action version of it for years now. I remember hearing about this when I was still in high school Yeah, um, and then uh, it's just been keep kept keeps on falling flat. I mean, they've, they've had like Leonardo DiCaprio uh, attached to it for so long. But you know, nothing. Seven. Nothing has come of it for years. It's in development hell, and it's probably never going to get made. I mean, like it might be on the fast track now. Who knows? But so far, it's still in development hell. And yeah. So uh, it- Cowboy Bebop as well was slated to be made into a live-action, uh, you know, flick with Keanu Reeves as you know as Spike, uh, which could have been pretty cool in yeah. all honesty from the sounds of it but you know we will never know because it was in development hell for so long and now it just seems like it's gonna happen again so here's the live action here's movie. the info for the live action pokemon movie um so the hollywood reporter um is saying there's a secret audition going on for film rights to pokemon um and it's currently underway and it's nearing completion um, Legendary is pushing hard to secure the franchise um, and Warner Brothers is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony is apparently also trying to court uh, I mean, like, I Pokemon. can only imagine that maybe like Nintendo would probably go with a Japanese company. Um, the way it's looking, apparently uh, Warner Brothers might be an early favorite just because they've worked on animated Pokemon films before. So, yeah. Um, I can't remember. But well, legendary, they've also they uh, did. Well, legendary they did Jurassic are not Jurassic Park Godzilla. They did Godzilla, so and they also I did mean, Jurassic World. Um, they co-producer on that. They've. Um, dealt with Japanese franchises as far as Godzilla goes. So yeah. that might also like legendary push so far has been like that one company outside of like superhero movies that you go to for like huge summer blockbusters. Yeah, I mean, you don't see much of legendary from like the fall to the winter, but once spring and summer starts rolling through, you start seeing a lot more legendary uh, you know, legendary produced films. I mean, The Hunger Games was produced by legendary, right? Yeah. So and you look how big those fucking I mean, films were Inception, uh, you know, Nolan's Batman trilogy, just like these huge, you know, money making just the movies that print money. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I'm not entirely sure the specifics of this, who they have casted, who they obviously I, casted, don't th- I don't know or, if they have anybody casted yet. I think it's just like right now they're just trying to, just to decide get who gets the rights, rights. I guess. Yeah. Or who they want to make that movie. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know any act I don't know any actor who would be a good fit for this. I don't know any director that would be like, a good fit. For do you like If you like adapt um Like one of the Pokemon video game stories, do you try to create your own story? I think the only way to do this is that you have to create an original story for it, and and you just keep like uh, the Pokemon characters in there in some aspect. You know, you can't have a live action Ash Ketchum. But you yeah. can't get some fucking ten-year-old kid who look, you know, who's like being played by some eighteen-year-old, yeah. you know, you know, fucking wandering around and shit. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, like the entire the entire you know anime doesn't make any sense for the most part, you know, unless with its world mechanics. Yeah, but and then you try and translate that into a live-action film, you, you're going to have to start over from scratch. You're going to have to do something completely original. At least, I imagine that's what you're gonna have to. Do. I don't know what they would be thinking, trying to adapt the cartoon into a live action, especially Good. when they've already released like several, you know, cartoon, the you know, several films with the cartoon characters in it. Yeah, I don't think that would um, work very well. Um, we'll see. This is um, it's somewhat exciting news. Like I said, I, uh, it's interesting news at the very least. Um, I'm a fan of. Uh, all things nerdy because something like this could potentially be really good right yeah. um, if it even gets made yeah. if it even gets made and you know it does well then you know maybe I'll get my Akira movie and hopefully it's not shit exactly um, so uh, to kind of go with that so um, there's been some images of Ghost in the Shell with uh, Scarlett Johansson um, in the main role I can't say of uh, the major um, uh you know, uh, online shit, you know. I'm not sure if they're gonna keep her uh, costume, which costume they're gonna give her. Because um, this is kind of a weird costume to have. In a live-action movie, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you ever seen it, Johnny, but it's very strange. It's a very weird thing. Yeah, um, we'll it's kind of like a weird, like swimsuit thing. Yeah, along. I, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see how that fucking turns out. But um, I think the weirdest news yeah. is the falling news. Because I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson. You show a picture of Scarlett Johansson, whatever. She's Scarlett Johansson. Most people will go see a movie just because she's in it. Yeah. And, you know, she's, understandably show. She's very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, have you seen? Those knockers, they are out to here. Mm. But like, yeah, okay, like you put a picture of Scarlett Johansson out there. You still haven't shown me a trailer. You still haven't seen anything. I really, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, it's mm. cool. Whatever. But the craziest news is what we heard a couple of days ago, which might be happening. Um, so regarding this movie... Japanese, right? Yeah. Um, Japanese people in the movie. Or, you know, as characters in the original anime and everything. Um, but they cast uh, Scarlett Johansson, a couple other uh, white actors, and people weren't very happy about that. Yeah, I don't really think uh, they, they could have gone about it a whole smarter way. I mean, like. But if it's a movie that takes place in Japan with Japanese characters, just fucking get some Japanese exactly. people involved, man. Um. Japanese get some Koreans or something but what the studio solution to this might be is almost insulting in a way Um, there's rumors that they might be using CGI to make the actors in this movie look more Japanese. Well, it's either CGI or they get tape and put it over their eyes, <laughs> and have them just like you can't. You guys can't see this, but I'm spreading my eyes to where they're really, 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 really thin. And in uh, the most racist way possible. Yeah, I mean, like, um, don't go yeah, all Mickey just, Rooney on this crap. Come on. Yeah, it just it seems. You just, could have easily look, have gotten Japanese actors. It'll cost you less because Scarlett Johansson I'm sure she's not a cheap actress. Oh no, you can guarantee especially with how I can much assure money. you you can find some Non-famous Asian actors pay them less. You're going to have your production values on this movie be a lot less. It's going to look a lot more authentic, mm-hmm. and you're not going to have to spend all that money to CGI every frame of this goddamn movie to make Scarlett Johansson look more Japanese. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I, and also to go back to Akira. I've been having I had the exact same reaction to Akira when I heard that you know, oh, they're going to get Leonardo DiCaprio to be in this movie. Why? He's not Japanese. This movie is about Japanese characters in Neo fucking. Tokyo. And that's exactly what, you know, where and fucking like it just, Ghost in the Shell lives too. It just seems so so goddamn stupid. It's, it's just like a waste of money on the studios part. Like I understand you need a big name to draw in audiences. Yeah. And maybe you have Scarlett Johansson as that. So you have one actor to draw yeah. in everybody. But then for everybody else, save yourself the fucking money. Yeah. You know, fucking just Just cast some goddamn Asian i mean like i mean i'm pretty sure there's a lot of you know actors in japan who are hungry to try and break it into the States. i'm United sure there's States. a number of hungry asian actors in, in the, the u.s States. trying I mean, to you know get break into, into the fucking, business i it, mean it, it'd be so easy to try to try and get it i mean like i'm guaranteeing you i mean like just because they're a big name doesn't mean they're going to do a good job in this movie sometimes you know you gotta roll the dice and i mean this is not a movie that's going to make a million dollars you know like a billion dollars in it's opening day and it's opening yeah. weekend or anything like that not going to do crazy good numbers it's um because this is a very niche you know series i mean like you don't know a lot of people who are in anime or at least who are who are into anime they keep it on the low because they don't want their power level to be revealed because yeah. it's like liking anime is not as cool as liking comic books right now but it will, I'm sure it'll get there eventually. It, but eventually anime it'll get is there. still very weird where there's a, a barrier for entry. Mm-hmm. As in, you look at some of the big, long standing animes and they've been on the air for years and years and years. And that, you know, it's a little daunting to try and jump into something like that. Also, anime is very over the top and. That's not always a good thing and it's most of the time it's very mature in one way or another right but like it kind of like in a weird childish way it tries to be mature you know um but it's it's like i mean like Mm. ghost in the shell started off with the movie and that movie is fantastic i love that movie the characterization of all the characters in it you know uh or just you know actually you know fairly believable whereas you know in the animated series that was you know showing on you know Toonami and Adult Swim you know for a while I didn't really like because I felt they kind of deviated away from it right um, you know from the original movie Uh, but it's just kind of like I just don't know man like it's like I kind of hope they go the right route with it and I hope it's good I want it to be good but also I just think like right and because I mean like like, when they kind of, like, get actors who shouldn't be casted for something, you know, I mean, like, you can say, oh, well, you know, it's not a big deal that they got casted. Well, you know, it's kind of, but it's like, it's like it shouldn't be a, an issue that they got casted. Like, well, it's also kind of, you know, but then it shouldn't be an issue to cast, you know, a, you know... An appropriate actor for the appropriate role. It's not hard, you know. Just keep things authentic. I mean, it makes so everybody happy, right? Um, So I don't see. I I mean, like, I mean, Hollywood can learn anything from this. I mean, like, if you get like an actual Asian actor to be, you know, the main characters, and maybe one of their complaints is, oh, there's not enough Asian actors out there. Mm -hmm. But you put an Asian actor in this movie, an Asian child is going to see this and be like oh well I wanted to act and now I'm seeing someone who looks like me on screen so yeah. maybe this is possible I, I mean, can't like, follow this stream I mean, so, like, to be more to, to go a political standpoint to it is like guys if you guys actually got Asian actors to be in this just think how much cred you're going to get with people who are pissy and moany about this kind of crap It'd exactly. be an, it's an easy PR disaster to avoid I mean like you see the iceberg ahead of you and you can just go like, oh, hey man, look at all the spare room I can go to the side, and then you know not hit the fucking iceberg, so to say. I mean, granted, though, it's not—I don't really think this is going to turn out to be that huge of an issue. But also, it's also a small enough issue to where it just doesn't need to happen in the first yeah. place. It's—it uh, could be avoided. It, it just seems like a a non-issue made into an issue by the studio's decision. Pretty much. So, all right, let's move on, Jay. We got more stuff we got to talk about. Move on. So, Speedy Gonzales animated heist movie. Um, (laughs) Okay, so, Speedy Gonzales... Is a classic Warner Brothers cartoon character, right? Uh, who is a mouse that is known to run really, really, really fast. He wears a sombrero. He wears a sombrero, a, a red uh, bandana around his neck, and like the white, you know, shirt, thing. the white shirt and the white shorts. Yeah, uh, that apparently Mexican people used to wear back in the fifties. I guess <laughs> I don't quite <laughs> back understand. When, back when this show was first made, and back when America was still pretty racist, I mean, um, I like, so they just got a mouse. And made him a stereotypical Mexican. I mean, in, in all honesty, I still really like Speedy Gonzales. Oh, yeah, no. I, think I don't Speedy think Gonzalez it's a bad cartoon. Cool. I'm just saying. I don't even give a shit about the racism part, part either, because, I mean, I feel like it's just kind of like, so what, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's, but, it's, it's not like they... Like you know, way over the top, or anything, or anything as bad as you see with like Afrin- African American stuff, or even Asian American stuff, yeah. or you know, representations of people in film in, and like, TV old and cartoons, yeah. or something like that. So, like, I, I, I kind of always felt it's whatever, but I think this is pretty funny. This is pretty cool. I think it's really cool. Apparently, um, I don't remember the actor's name, but it's the actor who voiced uh, Donkey in Spanish. In the Shrek movies, <laughs> so he's the one who. So it's someone who's already kind of like beloved by the uh, Mexican audience, essentially, yeah. um, and he's the one who's going to be voicing the voice of Speedy Gonzalez. I would really dig. I, I probably really dig going to see this movie. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure. Like, they did. I'm not sure if it's going to be like live action, animated, like where the Meister animated, and then like they're I trying to I think, as far as what I could tell, just looking into this, it was. An animated movie Completely animated Yeah I mean like I, I, We already know what the heist is gonna be of Is They're like gonna steal some cheese I'm yeah, assuming You gotta get you know? that queso I mean you gotta get that queso man It's like I mean, um, Get some tortilla chips Oof You know throw Nachos some, throw, throw some fucking chili in that bitch Mmm so good. But, yeah, but, and that's assuming what it's obviously, so, right? So. <laughs> so, I don't know. It speaks to our Mexican roots <laughs> at some point. I guess at least half of my roots for me. Yeah. And um, So, I don't know. It, it seems cool. Um, it seems like a... It's to an extent a Like a your choice. pool Because I'm like Okay when was the last time I even saw an, uh, Speed against all this Reference at all Yeah I, And you see like I Bugs Bunny referenced Yeah you know, all kinds Psychi- Of the world Um you know, all these other names. Daffy Duck and you, yeah. know, you know, all these you know all these other people. And it's like, cartoon Network doesn't even show like the older Looney Tunes anymore. Yeah. At least they you know not as much. And I haven't seen a Speedy Gonzalez cartoon in years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and just it's like, even franchise. even other franchises here, even that same franchise like Looney Tunes got Tiny Tunes. Mm-hmm. That's kinda like try to get a resurgence back, I believe what, in the nineties? In the nineties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um in the characters, like get interest in the characters, but you never really saw that with Speedy Gonzalez. So it's uh, so weird. Pool. We'll see how this turns out and how it develops into the future. Uh, but yeah, it seems cool. Like, see, my friend. I'm down, I'm <laughs> down to watch it. I'm so. down. I'm, I'll be down to watch it for for certain. Um, so okay. So like some added news to this. Like so, there's been some rumors going around that. Uh, Suicide Squad is undergoing reshoots. Not rumors. Not rumors. Okay, confirmed they're actually yeah, confirmed reshoots. Confirmed reshoots. Um in an in an attempt to make it more humorous, because all the jokes that were in the movie were put into that uh, trailer. That yeah. last trailer the, that. the 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 Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. Yeah. And so I kinda ha- I kinda can't help but think they're shooting themselves in the foot. I mean I, mean, they, I felt they shoot them, they shot themselves in the foot either way. I mean so the director came out and said we're not shooting this to make this more humorous that's a absurd idea if i and obviously i'm ad-libbing his quote a little bit here yeah. but um he said if the studio gives you the opportunity to make more of something you love why wouldn't you do that but so, so in you're reality speaking, you're making more footage that's probably not going to make it onto screen in the first place you're just wasting millions of dollars on reshoots but I'm assuming, yeah, part of it has got to be to make it a little more humorous, even if they don't want to admit it, because the it, way the PBS, PBS was, yeah, the way PBS was uh, canned by critics about being just a very, very dark movie, mm-hmm. um, Suicide Squad is supposed to not be that, right? Yeah, it's supposed I mean, to be like like more the, anti-hero fun. We're bad guys, but we're like, you know... We're playing guys the place of, of the good guys it. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it's supposed to be a little more fun, a little more playful. Yeah. Um, one, I think it's a bad idea that if they have to do reshoots to begin with. Um, one of the things that people are saying is the reshoots are to include more Batman. Yeah. Um, makes sense. I mean, apparently Batman is the best part of BVS. So, mm-hmm. um, of course, you want to kind of include him a little more and... I mean, if Affleck did a good job as Batman, why wouldn't you want to yeah. draw that? Like, Yeah, I'm surprised that... Or I won't be surprised if they change the name of this to, like, Batman colon Suicide Squad. <laughs> right? Just to get that box office straw. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because, I mean, like... So, inherently, they already shot themselves in the foot, so to speak, from the very beginning. Because... They're, they're like the trailers are billing this as a humorous movie, right? Yeah, and then Without a doubt, was, I've never, I never at any point thought that this movie was going to be a more dark kind of a gritty thing at exactly. all. At every turn of this movie, in every trailer that we've seen so it's far, part of it... jokes and exactly, just Harley very Quinn playful humor, and shit and Harley Quinn being. Um, Crazy Harley Quinn, kind of a fun character that like she can potentially and, but it, I mean, come on, like, half the people who are going to go see this is just because I want to see Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, because she looks really hot in this. But um, so, like, so let's say they didn't do reshoots. And they just release it. People who are going to see this movie like, oh, this movie is going to be so much fun. And then they just get this really dour, dark version. With of, a couple jokes sprinkled in. a couple in, jokes and just, here and there. It's like people are going to leave going like, that's not what I wanted. Yeah. And then people are going to be mad about it. Especially since Harley Quinn seems like this fun, humorous character. Yeah. In the trailers of what yeah. we've seen. She I mean, seems it's, like. It's supposed to be. She's se- on top of that. She's supposed to be like a. I mean, she started off as a Joker's comic relief for the yeah, for you know, and, and you know, since you know the character's inception in the in, you know the Batman animated series, yeah. and then when she got her transport over into the comic books as well, it just kind of it's like, and then now they're going back to make it more funny and if they're doing that i can't help but feel that all the all the jokes are going to be forced they're going to like crack one liners every other line and it's just going to be too much and yeah. they they're not going to know how to scale it back and i think they're also you know shooting themselves in the foot with that you know nose. i hope for this movie's sake that the director's right and the director is okay. Well, this is it's a funny movie. We just we want to reshoot a couple things that didn't work out, or maybe add a couple more jokes in. Yeah. But from the initial buzz, it's not sounding like it's all that funny. And yeah, if anything, um people are definitely going to want something different than Batman versus Superman at this point, because Suicide Squad has built itself to be different than Batman versus Superman. So I don't know. It it doesn't seem like it's going to be all that good for Suicide Squad. This is a huge misstep. I feel like they're doing Um, that being said, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm definitely more excited over Suicide Squad than I am. Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still in the same camp I was. I'm just not excited for any of these movies. Um, and then to also add to that, um, in an attempt to make up for the lackluster box office, that Warner Brothers was expecting this to was expecting Batman vs. Superman to make money, like That's just like crazy. I think they originally said. Um, the movie needed to make 800 million so they could break even yeah is what they said because I mean like you have the budget which is, Absurdly supposed to be like $200 million, Crazy. which is ridiculous for a movie, at least for now, right now. But then, like, marketing, they fucking pushed yeah. marketing on that movie like, really hard. Every, everywhere you went. Batman or Superman. Batman, you can't Superman, go get a Batman, bag of Doritos Superman. without Batman being on it. I can't drink Dr. Pepper with Batman and Wonder Woman staring in my face. Mm, like, this is the... This is the this is the soda of Batman, and then I was like, "Man, Dr Pepper just started tasting really shitty now." Let's throw it just <laughs> away. But so like it's just kind of like I don't. Ah, it's just so in an attempt to 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 make up some money for this, uh, they um, they're re-releasing Batman vs Superman in the summer, I believe, uh, with its rated R rating. Um, instead of just relegating it to the Blu-ray, right? And I don't know. I think that's fucking stupid. Um, I mean, like, if you're gonna make up any money anywhere, it's the Blu-ray sales. That's yeah, make it a lot up that comes in in home release. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, I mean, like, don't be like, lose. okay, well. We're just because I'm sure they didn't chop this up as like okay, we're gonna re-release this. It's like we heard the fans, and we heard that they wanted to like see the rated R cut in this summer. You know, I'm sure it was more like cut. We're going to show you the movie you already paid to go see. And then it's like we're people are going to add an extra it. 30 minutes and it's going to be a little more violent. It's like we're going to add 30 more minutes of Batman and Superman saying words like fuck and <laughs> shit and "god." Damn. <laughs> and just it's just gonna be. I just don't think it's just. This is not a, this. I mean, like, if it's true, like I'm pretty sure it's true. So, so, so we're gonna. So we're gonna call the re-release. Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. There will be blood and curse words. <laughs> <laughs> there will be blood and curse words. Is it, no, it will be like, do you bleed? Well, and curse, <laughs> and then <and laughs> just to be—I don't know. I just don't like the idea of this. I mean, like, I mean, like, they could be smart about it and just say, "Hey, you know, the you know rated R release on on the Blu-ray." And then not only do you have people who pay to go see the movie, you're having the people who go like, "Oh, I want to see the rated R version," and yeah. then they go out and they buy the Blu-ray. I mean, like, because they're not going to think twice about buying, you know, buying, you know, a, you know a twenty-dollar Blu-ray, you know, possibly even more, you know. Yeah. If anything, I feel like this might hurt them because. I feel like one of the main pools to get that Blu-rays to watch the rated R version. Pretty much, but if I can go get a ticket for ten dollars, yeah, I might go, go watch that day, and then completely just bypass buying by by the yeah. movie. You know, yeah. so it, it could essentially work against them. It will work against them more than likely. So. Yeah, you know, you have, like, a lot of fun stuff to look forward to in the summer. You get to see a yeah. movie that already came out, um, you know, months <laughs> months before just to see, you know, like, as we said, maybe, like, 30 minutes of, of extra runtime because it's supposed to be, like, the full 30. It's supposed to be, like, the full three hours that Zack Snyder wanted to be released. Yeah. But that's also not saying, that's not, like, a whole bunch of confidence in those words either because Zack Snyder obviously is not a good director. So, I think he's a good cinematographer. The cinematographer, yes. Shots of that movie look fucking fantastically beautiful. I mean, but like, if, if he was a second unit director and he took care of the action scenes, awesome. But if he's but if he's the guy in charge, it's just not a good ship to be on. But then again, I mean, how much of that can be blamed on Zack Snyder, and how much oh, of no. it is blamed on the writing? A lot of, of it the can the be film. blamed on him because he, him and Scott Terry is a like him and Chris Terrio. Like wrote that shit together, and they also wrote, you know, Bat- like like Justice League together. And uh, I just feel like and, D- and like David Goyer wrote, you know, also wrote uh, on uh, uh, for the um, for Batman vs Superman. And I mean, Chris Terrio won an Academy Award for Argo, but it doesn't mean you're gonna write gold every single fucking time. Yeah. And let's say if. He just put on this movie and didn't have that lifelong love of Batman, then, you know, there's that to it, too. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, you know, if you put a writer on a movie that doesn't have that lifelong love of Batman, they're not going to be able to write a good script. No. Because I can tell you, Joey, I need you to write a movie based on something that you are aware of but don't know too much about. Um, and it's like, yeah, I can do. You can do some minor research. You can go get a couple comic books. Yeah. But there have been so many iterations of Batman where if you get the the Dark Knight and base a movie off of crazy, <laughs> crazy you know, old man Bruce Wayne and shit, yeah. <laughs> like you know, it just it's it doesn't work right so i think part of this i don't know if this guy is a huge fan of batman or not you know i don't want to put that he is or isn't on him but you really need people to um, people who are passionate about these things daredevil did so or not daredevil uh deadpool did so well because everybody in that project had a passion for Deadpool, exactly. Especially Ron Reynolds. Yeah, he loved the character, right? And he's been dying to make that movie for years, and that's the reason why he jumped on the chance to be, you know, Wade Wilson in that shitty Wolverine Origins movie. And the the writers of the movie and I can't remember their names for the life of me but they originally petitioned to be on this movie the studio said no and they were like we're gonna try again because we want to make a good Deadpool movie yeah so you know that's that's what you need you need people who are passionate about these projects you can't just you can't just be like okay Zach, we'll put Zack Snyder in it because he's a big-name director. Mm-hmm. Give that little guy a shot who knows and loves everything about Batman, and I can guarantee you he'll put out a better movie than Zack Snyder would, who just, you know, might have just read a comic book or two or, like, yeah. a certain series or two. Or, and based. you know, says he's a big fan of it when, in reality, he's just kind of a fan of the idea of it, not right. the actual... Con- not the actual thing he's just like oh i like this idea and then he's just gonna roll with it yeah uh, so um i think that's gonna wrap it up for yeah, this week joey it um this is good we're uh, we're gonna probably gonna be on a little better recording schedule yeah. from now on um we'll still have bonus blocks for you we should definitely uh not today, but in the future, get a couple of those kind of uh, in the tank in case we need to use them. But yeah. for the most part, we're going to be coming at you more uh, more regularly from now on. Um, yeah, hopefully. Um, and we'll be back next week. But until then, make sure you uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, go rate, comment on iTunes. Follow us on all Instagram. your uh, on your podcast uh, listening, listening device thing. Um, but until then uh, you guys we will be back uh, we'll be back next week we'll see you guys then